Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Hey, how you doing? Welcome. Hope you're well. Happy Thanksgiving week to ye. Hope you're having a good week. If not, surely it'll improve at some point, right? Jack is off spending some time with his boys. Uh, he will be back next week. We're going to take a little time off for the Thanksgiving holidays, you might expect. Um, and if you don't expect that, work on your expectations. We're taking time off. Now, one of the pleasures of the show, we like to think, is certainly one of the pleasures for us is that it's a bit of a trip to the human zoo. And uh, who could forget this fine fellow? Have you been a good little Nazi? Who also brought us such delightful phrases as... Do you think that the four feet of marble that holds you above high in this chamber will help you from the fate of humanity which you are unleashing? No! No! It won't! Wow, that's good. Do we have any more of his old stuff, Mike? Right. Right. So he's this big, fat, white guy, bedreadlocked, and he, he screams and he gets all red in the face and everything. No! Yes. Um, and that was from the San Diego City Council meeting talking about vaccine mandates. And though he was hilariously, idiotically over the top, you know, he actually made a couple of good points. Um, apparently, this guy, his name is Matt Baker, and he travels around the southeast 
doing that sort of thing? Partly, at least, to sell his gear. Because he's got t-shirts, I guess. Um... But he was—he uh, stopped by the Maricopa County in Arizona Board of Supervisors, and he was uh, howling at them, not about Dr. Fauci or, or inoculations and vaccines and that sort of thing, but about the so-called botched election. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we give you in long form the fabulous, the inimitable Matt Baker. Good morning. Once again... The eyes of the world are upon Maricopa County for another botched election. Am I here to accuse you of stealing the vote? Heavens no, for that would make me a terrorist, wouldn't it? Let me ask you, if you took your life savings to a bank and the teller put them in a machine and the machine kicked out one out of four of your bills and the teller said, Don't worry, we'll put them in box three over here, and we'll let you know how many were in there later. We'll send them off to a separate location, and someone will be sure to get back to you and tell you how much money you have. Would you be okay with that? No, you would not be okay with that. Now ask yourself the question, which is more valuable, your vote or your money? Now ask a lobbyist that same question. Now ask a campaign manager that question. Now ask Mark Zuckerberg that question, which is more valuable, your money or your vote or your country or this world or the corruption that is taking over every single county in this nation? And then you look into your own soul and you look back at yourself in the mirror and realize that you are the cancer that is tearing this nation apart. Good day. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) You know, I get that bellowing guy is his thing. Yes, I know. I wish his arguments hung together a little better. Play that last part again, Michael. And then you look into your own soul and you look back at yourself in the mirror and realize that you are the cancer that is tearing this nation apart. Good day. I said good day, sir. Uh, It's a shame his arguments aren't a little more coherent because I thought his first part uh, with the metaphor with the bank spoke to modern voting systems, ballot security, the way ballots are counted, when ballots are counted. I thought, wow, that's a pretty good metaphor so far, screaming guy. I mean, the idea that a certain number of votes or well, we're not sure their votes yet. We're going to take them over here and then over there. And then in three days, two weeks, whatever, we'll tell you if they counted or not. That might be, I mean, it's possible that those procedures are perfectly valid. And there are reasons for those procedures to exist given our current voting systems. But, and this is what we always come back to, you must concede, you must admit, you must realize that sort of thing diminishes the trust the people have in the vote. 
the convoluted nature of it is indictment enough to change it. Vote fidelity, ballot ballot security can't be convoluted. That's a fatal flaw. Because the history of voting, you know, and, and, and the current state of voting, depending on where you're looking at, I mean, let's talk about the voting in Russia, for instance. Damn, Putin won again. Very popular. He actually is fairly popular. But, I mean, you got your, you know, like Saddam Hussein with his 98% of the vote, or uh, Kim Jong-un, who's a little more popular than that. He usually gets 99%. And the history of uh, voting in the United States has some hijinks. Absolutely. It has not been clean the whole time. There have been serious problems with vote fidelity. Uh, Joseph Kennedy stole the election. He stole Chicago for Jack Kennedy. John F. Kennedy got elected because his daddy stole the election in Chicago. Chicago was so uh, corrupt uh, back in the you know the fifties, early sixties, um, and that probably swayed the election. But famously, Richard Nixon said it would tear the country apart if I pursued this. Um, I'm going to forget it. I'm going to run again and, and and win. And as it turns out, it took a while, but he did. Um, so the idea that that voting uh, ballot security, uh, voting fidelity is is great and always will be, always has been. It's silly to worry about it. Runs 180 degrees uh, counter to the reality of the thing. It's been an enormous problem in every you know republic democracy in the world. It's a huge challenge. It's a terrible concern. Always has been. But you can hardly even suggest we need to err to the side of ballot security these days because you'll be called a racist or a vote suppressor or or whatever else with the compliance of the numbskulls in the media. So again, back to the screeching guy's point, that feeling of, whoa, 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 a quarter of my money is going over there and going to another office and somebody's going to call me back later and tell me where it went? It was It was right here. It was in my hand. Or I just pressed the button on the voting machine. Or I just mailed in my ballot. Or I just handed in my ballot. That's a good metaphor. But then he had to go ape-ass and started screaming about somebody or other being the cancer in something or other. And then you look into your own soul and you look back at yourself in the mirror and realize that you are the cancer that is tearing this nation apart. Good day. So obviously he's there to sell T-shirts because of his screeching red-faced, uh, fat, white, dreadlock guy thing. Um, Maybe he was a blind pig who just found an acorn at the beginning of it with that really quite apt metaphor, but... Then he, he, he turned it into a joke. Everybody's giggling at the end and laughing as he goes with his red-faced ranting thing. That's too bad. That was a pretty good missed opportunity um, to talk about what I think is really an important topic. But anyway, you got fat uh, fat guys screaming at the top of their lungs, and who isn't entertained by that? Hmm? Uh, a lot of you are p- picturing certain relatives at Thanksgiving dinner who might be fat guys yelling at the top of their lungs if they get drunk enough, and that's not nearly as amusing. Uh, so more to come. I'm trying to decide what to get into. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah. Some of the top law schools in America are dropping out of the whole U.S. News and World Report thing. Um, and, and we've decried the college rankings for years. They're stupid. They're counterproductive. They're poisonous. They're corrosive. They, they make you know, families make terrible decisions. And so it's good that these schools are dropping out of it, right? 
Well, kind of. There's a twist. You don't want to miss the twist. Stay with us. Good day! Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. This is what it is, okay? I said, empty your mind, be formless, shapeless, like water. Now, you put water into a cup, it becomes the cup. You put water into a bottle, it becomes the bottle. You put it in a teapot, it becomes the teapot. Now, water can flow or it can crash. Be water, my friend. So that is the late, great Bruce Lee explaining how to become water. And ironically, doctors believe they've discovered the mystery behind the brain swelling that caused his death. They say it was caused by drinking too much water. We propose that the kidney's inability to excrete excess water killed Bruce Lee. Ironically, Lee made famous the quote, be water, my friend, but excess water appears to have ultimately killed him. At the time, doctors believed the brain swelling was due to a painkiller, but nearly 40 years later, uh, research showed he likely died of, well, too much, uh, a low concentration of sodium in the blood, which can be caused by too much water or fluid in the body. Um, he had multiple risk factors for that condition, including high liquid intake, factors that increase thirst, such as marijuana usage, and factors that debilitate the kidney's ability to excrete water, such as the use of prescription drugs, alcohol, past history of kidney injury, or low sodium intake. Interesting. I've never spent much time wondering about how Bruce Lee passed. Uh, God rest his soul, and may his family uh, remember him fondly, but I guess that's kind of interesting. Uh, so I found this uh, more than slightly interesting. We have for years on the Armstrong and Getty Show talked about the corrosive and sick effect of the U.S. News and World rankings of colleges. Uh, it was uh, in 1983 that they launched their annual ranking of colleges. And Megan McArdle wrote an interesting piece in the Washington Post. If you don't know Megan's act, she's she's kind of a, well, she's difficult to describe politically. She's a libertarian, conservative type, independent thinker. Um intriguing opinions you know don't always agree with her but a smart gal and and uh, always willing to to stir up the pot but she writes that uh, the launching of that annual ranking of colleges planted the seed of what became a revolutionary change to the magazine's business model and eventually to that of higher education the rankings of colleges law schools and business schools hospitals and so forth are now well into the fourth decade and in fact they've outlived the print edition of the magazine itself and though critics frequently complained that the rankings were silly how does it make sense to rank amherst against west point or an evangelical christian college like wheaton schools vie to improve their position on the merciless list to improve their selectivity score and by the way the thing we're getting to is that several top law schools are opting out of it now but the reason why it's a twist to improve their selectivity scores schools sought more applications for instance, by upgrading campus facilities and casting wider recruiting nets so they'd look more and more exclusive because they'd turn more people down. Scholarship money and tuition discounts were strategically deployed to boost the average test scores and GPAs of incoming students to boost that score. 
Law schools and business schools sometimes hired their own graduates into temporary positions, raising suspicions that they really just wanted to raise their performance on job placement metrics, none of which you will notice had anything to do with improving the quality of education. None of it. Getting back to Jack's frequently cited Goodhart's law that once once a measure becomes a standard, it ceases to become an accurate measure. People will find ways to manipulate it. So they go to all this time and trouble to improve their metrics and do nothing for the quality of education. Indeed, says Megan McArdle, it arguably made education worse, diverting resources from teaching into pointless zero-sum competition. So perhaps we should cheer the news that three major law schools are pulling out of the rankings. On Wednesday, number one ranked Yale Law School announced it would no longer provide U.S. News access to the data that they do that they need to rank the schools. Harvard, tied for number four, quickly signaled that it, too, would be withdrawing. The following day, ninth-ranked University of California at Berkeley Law joined the exodus, and it's plausible that other top law schools will follow. So, finally, great sanity has prevailed, except it hasn't. Uh, perhaps, Megan Rice, we should also ask why the schools are doing this and what effects their withdrawal are likely to have. The schools cite only the highest motives. The statement from Yale Law School Dean Heather Gerken claims that U.S. news rankings are profoundly flawed. They disincentivize programs that support public interest career, champion need-based aid, and welcome working-class students into the profession. Harvard Law echoes her complaint, saying the rankings work against law schools' commitments to enhancing the socioeconomic diversity of our classes, to allocating financial aid to students based on need, and through loan repayment and public interest fellowships, to supporting graduates interested in careers serving the public interest. All of that stuff's okay. It is actually pushing back at some of the more insidious parts of the rankings. But then Megan comes up with a twist. It's impossible not to notice the timing. Yale has recently suffered some reputational damage over its hostility to conservatives. It's getting a lot of heat because it is so brutally hostile to conservatives, leading some to wonder whether the school was pulling out to avoid the embarrassment of losing its number one slot. This also comes right after the Supreme Court signaled that it was preparing to disallow affirmative action programs in higher education. One way to keep from being held accountable for discriminating against Asian students, for instance or discriminating in favor of underrepresented minorities is to downweight or eliminate objective metrics such as test scores in favor of harder-to-compare criteria such as essays, interviews, and recommendations. Since doing so would cause the schools to suffer in the U.S. news rankings, perhaps they've preemptively taken their ball and they're going home. Whether you think that's a good thing or a bad thing is apt to depend on your feelings about conservatives as well as affirmative action. But if you support the schools withdrawing from the rankings on either point, a couple of caveats worth considering. The first is that the alternative to rankings is not some ideal world where every prospective student does deep, holistic research on every school they're applying to, etc. The alternative is people going by the relative prestige of the old school name plus recruiting material that might and probably won't give students anything like the full story. So anyway, they've decided that since they're now going to go with very fuzzy and discrimination-friendly interviews, for instance, yes, turns out the Asian students' personality scores were very, very low in spite of their incredible grade point averages, so we're not letting them in. has nothing to do with race and us letting in, for instance, black students 
has nothing to do with race. It's that they have better personalities than the Asian. Yeah, it's kind of suspicious timing, isn't it? Wow, wow, wow. Crazy times. Stay tuned. Big fun next. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Uh, so we're working on a little featurette for yeah. Thought we might be entertaining. Michael, just just jump on the mic and tell me when and if it's ready. Okay. Um. So just came across this, this is kind of breaking news. Um, about the shooter in the gay club in uh, Colorado Springs. Um, just awful. Just. So there's so much bad here. Years before he allegedly walked in the bar with an assault rifle, the man known now known as, you know, his name had a different name and a tumultuous past. Until age 15, he was known as Nicholas Brink, living in San Antonio. His parents separated when he was a toddler. 
When he was 12, his mother was arrested for suspected arson, according to court documents, later found guilty of a lesser offense in connection with the same incident. So obviously, a, a turbulent, unstable upbringing. At age 15, he began, he became the target of a particularly vicious bout of online bullying in which insulting accusations were posted to a website along with his name, photos, and online aliases, according to a review of the site by the Washington Post. At some point, a YouTube account was created under his name featuring a crude, profanity-laden animation under the title, Asian Homosexual Gets Molested. For unstated reasons, just before his 16th birthday, the young man petitioned a Texas court to legally change his entire name. Um, well, yeah, I think it's, he was trying to become somebody different. He then changed his name to the current name, who at age 22 would gain infamy as the suspected shooter at the Club Q in Colorado Springs. Um, boy, just one more angry, confused, crazy idiot. In June, he was arrested for an alleged bomb threat. Uh, threatening uh, to blow up, I think, his grandmother's house or his mother's house, I guess. Charged with kidnapping and felony menacing, but never prosecuted for reasons that remain unclear. No bomb was ever found. Despite his run-in with the law some 17 months later, he was in possession of at least one weapon, a long gun, which he allegedly used. Um, And they think that the name change may have gotten in the way of the... Uh, Figuring out who this guy is and his mental illness problems or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. Um, so, you know, they're going to pursue a bias and hate crime charges, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Um, it, it reminds me in a way of the, uh, the lunatic who uh, beat on Paul Pelosi's head with the hammer, who the media was trying to paint as a MAGA enthusiast, you know, right winger. He's a crazy person. He was a nudist and a member of the Green Party, and a hippie, and he just, he was the sort of crazy person who was desperately trying to figure out who he was and and what his life ought to be and the rest of it, and just latched on one thing after the other, and just, just what are you going to do with these people? These people have always existed, uh, it's worth noting. But now, one of the ways you can express your anger and alienation is by killing a bunch of people. You know that to be true because you see it on the media all the time. Those people get a tremendous amount of attention, and they seem to be very important people in society. And you, as downtrodden, confused, mentally ill, whatever, you want to be very important, too. You want to be somebody. And so that's how you decide to be somebody. So it is, it's absolutely a contagion. It's a copycat thing. It's a contagion. It's a The Overton window is open to the point now that that's one of the things you can do. And we as a society ought to be trying as hard as we can to end that Um but anyway, uh, that's a topic for another day. Did you say we're ready to go, Michael? Yeah, we are. Okay. So here's the reason I wanted to do this. Most days, usually four days a week, Jack and I and the crew do a One More Thing podcast. It's another segment of the show that never airs on any radio station. It's five minutes long to 25 minutes long. Uh, occasionally even longer than that, and and it's uh, off the air, and sometimes there are swears in it or topics that we don't think are appropriate for the air or whatever. But anyway, it's reasonably entertaining. Check it out. Armstrong and Getty, one more thing. But on Friday, Michael, would you like to explain what you do on Fridays? Yeah, I find classic segments. Like, I go way back. Like, I have one here today from 2004, and I'll play them and give people some background on both you and Jack and interesting segments that we've had in the past. 
And sometimes they explain some of the like tapes that we play yeah, all sometimes. the time, little clips and quotes and stuff like that. So it's kind of a delving back into the history of the show thing. Um, so that's that's Friday's on uh, Armstrong and Getty. One more thing, um, and I thought we'd play one for you, and uh, you know maybe you want to go and, and search out some more. So go ahead. Do you want the whole thing, or do you want just the segment itself? How long is it? Uh, the segment itself is eight forty. Do we have time? We we do. I'll just play yeah, the segment. Yeah, roll it. Okay. Yeah, because Michael usually does an introduction, that sort of thing. But right. We'll just play the segment. All right, go ahead. So here's what happens to me. Friday night, I go out to see a show, a concert. Fine. Um, I'm coming home from this show. I decide to stop by one of my favorite bars. It's like 1130. Mm. Going to have a beer before I go home. Sure. I'm not going to mention the name of this establishment only because this is not the sort of establishment where this sort of thing ever has happened ever okay. it never happens and okay. i don't want it to get the reputation you know i don't want to give it a bad reputation because this is fair enough i would not stop by a bar where there was any likelihood of a bar fight right late at night mm-hmm. i don't need that in my life i'm almost 40 years old i'm a man of means i d- i never wanted that sort of thing even when i was younger yeah and you've got arms like linguini so you know, exactly you don't need to be fighting him. no exactly i kid he's a, and, he's a huge man <laughs> i <laughs> and I have seen many bar fights in my life because I've spent a lot of time in bars and I worked at a big country nightclub for nearly five years and there'd be several fights a night. Ouch. And I've had the long standing rule, which is just a smart thing to do. If there's a fight in a bar, I got nothing to do with it. You two go ahead and beat your brains in. I'll be over here. Right. Or if it spreads, I may just go home or find mm. somewhere else to go. Right. That's been my long standing rule. But that's basically uh, because. That sort of thing generally happens in crowded places, and you've seen bar fights break out if you've ever gone to bars. They last like a second, and, you know, the bouncers weigh in or friends break it up or whatever. Right, right. I stopped. Guys often end up hugging. <laughs> yeah. But I've also seen them get pretty bad. I mean, you know, one punch to a guy in the right with the right angle or doesn't see it coming or whatever, and, man, you can have a lot of damage done. Right. You got the ambulance there. My yep. my wife saw a guy got killed at a bar one time. Like, just a couple of punches, the guy was dead. Wow. And that that's, I mean, that's how serious it is, obviously. Yeah. So I'm standing at this bar. I'm having a beer before I, I head on home. There's like a half dozen people in this little place. I'm talking to the owner. All of a sudden, bang, pow, a fight starts. In this place where fights never start. Wow. I turn around by the pool table. There's blood freaking everywhere. And there's this guy on top of another guy. His face is just, it. it's just all red. It's just his nose is just a mass of red something. And blood is flying everywhere. Top guy or bottom the guy? The guy on top. Okay. And he's beating the hell out of the guy on the bottom. He's got him down and he's just wailing on his face. Yeah. And nobody's doing anything. No, everybody's just standing around. The owner's saying, hey, you guys, stop it. And, and and people are saying, hey, you guys, stop it. And and I, for whatever reason, because I can't stand to see this sort of thing, thought if if somebody doesn't do something, this guy's going to kill this other guy. And so I run and jump on top of these guys. Wow. You know, Captain Freedom. Wow. Way to go, I well, guess. Uh, no, see, I can't decide whether it's way to go or my brother told me that's stupid. Don't ever do that again because he's, he's owned several bars and he's just, 
It's just you just there's no point in getting yourself inter- interjected into this. Well, scene. I guess unless the guy was literally he's like out cold and the guy was still beating. Well, he him, wasn't. You don't you have tell the story. you don't have time to make those decisions. Right. You don't have time to decide whether the guy who's winning is in the right and the guy in the top. You should jump on him and help beat him up. Right. You don't have any idea whether or not the guy is going to be killed or it's going to be. You don't have time to make these decisions. Right. That's one of the reasons. It's, you know, it's touch and go to get involved. It's one of the reasons you're Captain Freedom. But go yeah. on. And I will uh, go back a couple of steps. There are two fights that I've seen in my lifetime that I've had a bit of guilt throughout my life that I didn't get involved ah, okay. because I didn't stop, even though I still have this policy, which I'm going to adhere to, I swear to my wife especially, and anyone else, I will not get involved in these situations anymore. You know, if you got yourself in that problem, I'm going to try and stay out of it. Maybe aside from a woman or child, I'm not going to get involved. <laughs> But so How about a woman fighting a child in a bar? My only interest is in stopping this thing, and yes. it didn't seem like anybody else had any interest in stopping this thing. And there's no bouncers. This is a tiny little place. It's late at night. Right. This is going to end of its own momentum unless right. somebody gets him. So I run and jump on top of this guy. I grab a hold of him. I roll over him. I got him on the ground. He's flailing away with all the adrenaline of somebody who's got his yeah. nose smashed and in a fight. Yeah. I'm trying to get a hold of him. At this moment, one of his friends comes over, and the first thought in my head, this is why you don't want to get involved in bar fights, is the friends are always going to think that you're taking a side and you're going to get your ass kicked. Right. Most of the damage I've ever seen in bar fights is from guys who tried to break it up, like the Indiana Pacers-Detroit Pistons thing. It's a guy who goes into the crowd trying to break up the fight that usually ends up in the with the worst of it. Okay. Luckily, in this instance, the guy, I said, I'm just trying to stop it, and the guy realized I was trying to stop it and didn't go... I got my arms around this guy. I'm laying on my back. I got my head crunched up. We're behind the jukebox. I'm getting blood all over me. And I got, my, I got, I don't have any arms free. I thought this guy's going to go over and just smash my face. Oh. But luckily he didn't. Luckily he wasn't that sort of guy. So I got this guy and he's just flailing about and everything like that. And I get him tied down to where he can't move. And finally they say, let him up, let him up. His friends are saying, let him up in an angry enough voice that I think they might start beating me if yeah. I don't. Yeah. So I let him up. He jumps back on this guy and goes to wailing on his face again. So I jump on the top of this guy again, roll over. I got him pinned down. I said, I'm not letting him up until he's out. And then they finally get the other guy out. And then this guy gets up. And then he's all pissed off. And I got blood all over. I'm all dressed up to go out. I got blood all over my jeans, my coat, my hands. I look like I'd been, like I'd been stabbed or something. <laughs> or maybe taking a few lives yourself. I didn't get a free beer out of this. I didn't get a free beer out of this. Wow. Hey, <laughs> happy ending. Yes. So then when I get home, I walk in the door and my wife is saying, what in the hell has happened to you? <laughs> and when I explain to her, it's not my blood, but my wife, being a scientist, has a tremendous fear of blood transfer diseases. Pathogens. She, she's putting on her medical gloves. She's got on these white gloves, undressing me, taking my clothes and putting bleach on them and throwing them in the washer. Oh, and- man. Got the whole hazmat me- suit Yeah, going. she made me wash my hands in bleach and all these different things because she's... But God, it was an, it was ugly, and I had that your adrenaline's going and right. your heart's beating because there was a moment there where I thought, Jesus, if his friends jump on me, I'm done because there's there's nobody else to do anything about this. Luckily, they didn't. But wow, so do you ever get the story what caused this or anything? What? Not really, and I didn't hang around much longer. I didn't drink my free beer. I got. I thought I probably. <laughs> You know, is midnight by now. Nothing good happens after midnight. Nothing good had just happened, so right. I thought maybe it's just a good Didn't idea Didn't settle to go back home. onto your stool and watch whatever's on TV? And anyway, shoot, shoot how about bolt? that Barry Bonds? Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
Oh, man. So I either, well, I'm pretty, I just, again, I think the longstanding rule is if there's a bar, there's a fight in that corner of the bar, just get your keys and go to your car. That, that, that'd be my advice to most anyone. Boy, it's a tough call. It is a tough call. Tough call. Who's the victim? It is a tough call, but man, I've seen a lot of guys get sucked into bar fights. And first of all, most of the time when you find out what the fight is about, it's two a-holes who you'd like to have beaten both of them yourself, and there right. you are risking yourself to try and stop it. Nah, you know. So. It's an interesting point. Well, you know a lot more about bar fights well, than me. Yes, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You got you got that long to make your decision whether or not you want to, you know, stand there and watch somebody be beaten, leave and wonder how it turned out later, or be rolling around on the floor covered in blood. God dang it, though. I thought I it's a, it's, a, it's a, your mind can work so fast when your adrenaline's going. Anybody right. who's ever been in a car wreck. You know, or had anything happen? Right. You can think a thousand Seconds stretch into yeah. Hours. You can think a thousand thoughts in a second. I'm thinking, okay, I'm, I'm going to get killed by his friends because they're going to think I'm taking sides in this yeah. fight. Uh, I was, but I also thought, I thought I am going to be 40 in February. That's what I'm thinking. I'm flailing around with this guy, blood flying everywhere. I'm getting elbowed in the face. I'm thinking I'm going to be 40 in February. What am I doing, laying on the floor of a pool hall? <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, I know. You got to start hanging around better places. <laughs> no, that's not Sipping it. martinis that's with your it. pinky out. It's not the sort of place where that has ever happened. The owner said that has never, ever happened the entire time he's owned it. And he was really worried because he said, if you get a reputation for a place where people fight, you know, you're you're done. Right, right. People. Now, I won't go anywhere that doesn't require a, a coat and tie. Well, it's not that's exactly it's not exactly a valet parking sort of place. But, <laughs> but I hope you leave enough room for my fist because I'm going to ram it into your stomach. Is that one of the guys involved? Yes, I know that. <laughs> oh wow! So that was uh, 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 more years ago than I'd like to admit. That's you know something like eighteen, seventeen, eighteen years ago. Jack was drinking. First wife. Wow, history lesson there. Yeah. Well, I have other comments, but we need to take a break. We'll finish strong next. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. 
you have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So anyway, the reason we play that old tape, as I said at the outset, is because Michael uh, grabs something like that from years gone by or some classic bit of A&G Arcania and plays it on the Friday One More Thing podcast. So look for it wherever you get podcasts. Armstrong and Getty, One More Thing. Uh, Monday through Thursday is usually just uh, Jack and me doing our our thing. Um, It was Michael's assistance course, but then Friday's a little special. Uh, So uh, Michael asked me uh, off the air after we got done airing that, went into commercials. He said, do you remember that? And I said, yeah, vaguely. And I figured out when that was. And since that day, Michael, roughly, yeah, we have done 3,825 radio shows. Wow. Going on 4,000. And I've so run just about I every one. I to remember it. <laughs> What's that? I've run just about every one of those shows. Yeah, I know you have. Yeah. I know you have. National Treasure, Michelangelo. So, uh, yeah, that was, wow, that was wild to hear uh, Jack back in his drinking days, being at a bar at midnight, jumping in the middle of bar fights and the rest of it, getting covered with blood. Um, so that would have been uh, like 2000, what, 2004, five? Got it. Yeah, 2004. Yeah, 2004. I had a 12-year-old, a 10-year-old and a five-year-old, <clears throat> and I was going to school Christmas pageants and piano recitals, and uh, the idea of rolling around on a bar floor was pretty foreign to me then, <laughs> and it remains uh, foreign to me now, thankfully. <clears throat> I don't know if I'm just lucky or whatever, but I've managed to steer clear of that sort of thing. I've got a pretty good instinct for, this is getting weird and ugly, but like Jack said, it can break out suddenly. Well, that reminds me, Michael, I I told the story the other day of the Great Wichita Hockey Riot to a a new friend. Story always goes over well. Yeah, it's a good one. Tales from the show. Yeah. All right. uh, Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew to wrap things up for the day. The crew is seriously depleted. Uh, Michael, do you have a final thought for us? Yeah, just a happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there. And, uh, you know, if you're not getting enough food... There's no shame in tipping over the table and, you know, getting the food onto the floor and then just diving for it. I've done that in the past. 
Stop it. Um, yeah, we're dining with friends this year as our kids are all doing their own thing. And eh, it just take too long. Anyway, uh, hope you all have a great Thanksgiving. My only final thought is that uh, during the second hour of the show, hour two, uh, had an interesting philosophical discussion over an extended three segments with Mike Slater, longtime friend and colleague of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Really interesting guy. Um, and I enjoyed it. It was int- it was a definitely a different flavor. But if you missed it, grab the podcast, Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Today's show, Hour 2. Meanwhile, we're wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people to thank so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. You will find links to the podcast, for instance. You can get some A&G swag. Get a T-shirt uh, for an A&G fan in your life. Before Christmas time is here, a, uh, a, a hoodie, perhaps a hat, what have you, a sticker. Drop us an email. If there's something that happens over the long weekend you think we ought to be talking about, email it to us. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. I'll keep my eye out. But we hope you have a great and safe time with your family. We will see you soon. God bless America. Armstrong and Getty. It's outrageous. It is dangerous. And so grotesque. I want winners. We smell like winning around here. You're a loser. Okay. But this. Look what we got to do to satisfy the uh, the fun police. Well, okay. No! On that high note, thank you all very much. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.